0: More like five. As we come to this explication of the word, I ask this question, what does Nicodemus want coming to Jesus in the dark like this? By a day, he's a Pharisee, he's got all the power. He's like clergy, but back in the 1950s when we actually were in control of things. He's got all the acclaim, even a little bit of wit, right? A little bit of humor when Jesus, tells him he has to be born again, this amazing teacher, who is seemingly one of the smartest people out there, asked him, how can you be born again, teacher? Forgot how metaphor works. Kids, you know how metaphor works, right? Barbara Brown Taylor, I heard speak at a preaching conference recently, and she said, poor Nicodemus, he doesn't realize he's in the gospel of John. Because John is all about metaphor. Remember the Christmas story in John? You shouldn't, because there really isn't one. It starts with, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, the Word became flesh. There's nothing literal about that language. If you don't have metaphor, it doesn't make any sense. Later in the Gospel of John, Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches, right? I am the way, the truth, and the life. Literally? Metaphorically, but Jesus says he is the way, and Nicodemus clearly comes in the darkness. Remember, we are doing the sermon series on Stand By Me, and today we're being reminded that Jesus stands by us in the dark. So in the darkest darkness, Nicodemus comes trying to follow this way of Jesus, but he's got some baggage, and so do we. I want to share with you some of my baggage. I think the hard part about following the way of Jesus is that we perpetually are trying to follow other ways at the same time, seeing if we can balance the two. Personally, I have an addiction to the way of the Mac, the way of the Apple. Does anybody else have this addiction? I'm sorry, my folks here on the call who work for Microsoft, but it's one of my personal addictions. And I'm personally addicted to the Mac Rumors, which is one of these websites where they're always sniffing out the latest analyst news and rumors about Mac products. So literally they're chasing people who work on the factories in China, trying to find out what is the next thing. And you start to analyze myself, I'm like, oh, it's because I think in some deep part of my brain that if I just have the latest Apple product, that somehow that's gonna unlock my creativity and my productivity. And whatever I didn't even know about yet that Apple knows that somehow I need to find, right? So the narrative I'm telling myself is that the way of Apple leads to life. Silly me, silly Nicodemus. So why do we let Apple, or in Nicodemus's case, the Palestinian power structures define us in the ways that we want to lead? Why can't we just follow the way of Jesus? Well, I think Star Wars is probably our best tool here. Anybody here seen Star Wars? Yes. Any kids? Yes, there we go, Alfred. Yeah, Mary. We got a lot of folks here who've seen Star Wars, right? So some of you folks might have seen the latest one. If you're really young, I'm not sure how you saw the latest one. But then the latest one, you've got Ray going into the, the destroyed uh, Death Star, that second Death Star sitting... Uh, out on the, the island planet, which somebody's gonna type into the chat box here. And she goes into this sort of dark, I'm gonna call it a cave, because it's, you know, it's all metal, it's a cave-like structure. And Rey meets the dark side version of, your, of herself, right? She's got a cloak on, and she's got this double-bladed lightsaber that unlocks, and also unlocks millions of dollars of sales for Lucasfilms and Disney. But one of the things that the Ray says to her is, her dark side Ray says to her is, don't be afraid of who you truly are. Well, of course, dark side Ray is saying, well, there's a darkness to you, Ray. And that's and true. There is a darkness to all of us. There is a sinfulness. There is the anxiety we're all having because of the chaos of the coronavirus. And what should we do? And maybe we should stock up on pasta. And We're all adding to it in our own little way. When we stop and reflect on who we're following, our priorities get a little bit different, even at home. Right? There's nothing like being isolated in our homes to remind us of what actually matters and what's really valuable. What way are we following? Luckily, we have this this chance forced upon us walking into the darkness of this time actually notice what we've been doing with our time and our money and what we've been thinking about what are we actually doing that's the question that nicodemus is asking here what are we really up to what is all this this power and this privilege that he got all this power and privilege that we have what is it actually for who are we following You've heard me talk about it before, some of the men's group have been reading Learning to Walk in the Dark by uh, Barbara Brown Taylor. And uh, one of the the experiences she shares is going to something called the Dialogue in the Dark, sort of a a moving exhibition in exhibition halls where sighted people have to be blindfolded and uh, get to lose their entire sense of sight and they have to walk in the dark, but they're not alone. They're not alone, they're following the way of unsighted people. So, so blind folks come along the unsighted people and help them sort of navigate their way through this. And inside it is everything from a, uh, 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 a fake grocery store to a street with cars. So it makes, makes you sort of understand what it's like to live without sight. So it, it was a really interesting idea for me to think about in this time as we're walking in the dark, who are we following? There are always outliers in uh, leadership studies they call these uh, po- positive deviants. whether it was Sacagawea with the Lewis and Clark expedition or um, women in rural communities in Asia who in their rice farms found ways to give protein to their starving children by putting little pieces of shrimp into the rice patties There's all sorts of positive positive deviants around us, but because of our power and privilege, we we haven't even been looking. One of those positive deviants, his name is Jesus. He's been there the whole time, but we haven't noticed. Jesus is right there, ready to walk alongside you, even though he knows you want to use your sense of sight to guide yourself around this world. Know today that even as we're seeing one another on this screen, that we're feeling in this digital space the way that really matters, the way of Jesus. I'm wondering if any of you are willing to, uh, to unmute your microphones and share your thoughts about this, and more importantly, where have you seen God in the dark? Nicodemus, who knows how he got to Jesus, right? He had to find him in the dark. Did he wake him up out of bed? <laughs> we don't know. Uh, where have you seen God in the darkness, literal or or figurative? Is anybody willing to share?
1: Eric, this is Mimi Garris. We're we're keeping the video off because we're not presentable. Um, I always talk about the about the night that our daughter was born because there was so much uncertainty in those first hours. She was born shortly after midnight and whisked off to the NICU. And there was a lot of confusion and fear and grief kind of swirling in the room. And I was awake, Ed Ed was finally asleep. And I I literally felt a tangible physical presence of a watch, (laughs) like a watchman. Mm. And I felt that voice inside me saying, I know you're angry. I know you're hurting but rest because I'm keeping watch and I it really was like I mean it could have been the medications I was on (laughs) but I did honestly feel a tangible physical presence of God despite my negative emotions at the moment and, and my anger towards him I felt like I wasn't alone and it was enough to kind of get me to the next sunrise
0: that's awesome. Thank you, Mimi. Others? I yeah. I'll invite by yeah amy
1: so Abby was just saying um that she's appreciative of the leadership that decided to close schools not just because she doesn't want to go to mm-hmm. school um but to keep all of us safe um that that um right that that felt like yeah. good leadership and and um jesus
0: there yeah that's leading in the dark right when you don't know what the right path is. You just take that next faithful step. So we are grateful for school leaders and world leaders who are helping us walk in the dark.
1: Uh, This is Linda. I, I think it shows itself in kind of along what Amy said about the school leadership that Molly and you and the leadership at our church put that as a forefront that our safety I think that represents um, something that we are all supportive of. And the fact that we have over a hundred people, we know that we have more than a hundred people, we have a hundred logins, that we're still one worship um, and one church. We're very grateful for and I see Jesus in that.
0: Yeah, me too. Thank you.
1: Hi everyone, Liz Woodworth here. I think, during this time of absolute fear and terror and uh, trauma and crisis and any word that you can think of, I I think God puts silver linings in this too. And I think that is the work of God, Um, whether it might be a dip in greenhouse gases in our atmosphere um, to help climate change, or whether it be Democrats and Republicans actually voting together on something, or whether it be the world and the countries who are normally at odds coming together and trying to fight this together. I think there are some real silver linings that we need to remember, even if we are completely stressed out and our worlds have changed drastically. And I think that's God's work. That's facts. That was Alexander.
0: (laughs) Hey Alexander. Thank you, Liz. Friends, I pray in this time, you know that you are not alone, you know that God walks with you, and I hope you feel that truth that Nicodemus had discovered the hard way, that some of us are discovering the hard way, that not just when you walk in the dark, but especially when you enter the darkness, Jesus walks with you. Thanks be to God, and amen.